road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again Hey everybody and welcome to the Where's Willie podcast. Join me, William Miller, as I travel the country talking to manufacturers of all types about their trials, tribulations, and triumphs in the industry. This show is brought to you by Koganay International America, Inc. On behalf of Jacket Media Company and Manufacturing Talk Radio, I welcome all of you to the Where's Willie show powered by Koganay International America, Inc. Think solutions, think quality, think Koganay. I am currently the National Marketing Manager for Koganay, and I've been blessed to spend the last decade traveling the world from Jerusalem, Israel to Tokyo, Japan, and just about everywhere in between, working with original equipment manufacturers that make everything from crayons to phones to medical devices and to automobiles. It has been through this journey that I've met amazing leaders that have a great story to share about their company, their people, and what they're doing to impact lives through the world of manufacturing. So this show was created in partner with Jacket Media Company and Manufacturing Talk Radio to highlight these conversations and share with all of you the great things happening in the manufacturing industry and discuss real world triumphs, trials and everyday life by the guests of the show. Whether it's a manufacturer sharing their company's story and what's new to government and other local 501c3 nonprofit organizations working to create jobs, each guest shares what they are doing to impact lives of others and what they make and what they do through manufacturing. On today's Where's Willie show, my travels bring me to the city of Winchester, Virginia, to talk with the city of Winchester, Virginia, and all the things they are doing to impact lives through manufacturing. Our guest today is Mr. George Hodnott with the city of Winchester, Virginia. Since graduating college, Mr. Hodnott had a quite a unique journey to get him where he is today. It all started when he got laid off in his finance job and decided to go to grad school full-time. After getting his master's in urban and regional planning, he got a job as an environmental planner for a private contractor with the Virginia Department of Transportation. After three years of environmental planning, he got a taste of local government and when he got his job in planning and zoning. After two years of working in planning and zoning, he got his job in the Economic Development Department. With five years of experience in economic and community development, he has implemented and developed a business retention and expansive program, as well as managed economic development projects from conception to completion and managed all aspects of the legislative application process. Proficient at building relationships with developers, brokers, and or property owners and coordinating with the various departments within local and state government. George, welcome to the show. Please introduce the other guests with you today representing the wonderful city of Winchester, Virginia. Thanks for having us, Willie. I'll go ahead and start it off with Sean over here. Hi, my name is Sean Hirschberger. I'm Director of Development Services for the City of Winchester and also the Executive Director of the Winchester Economic Development Authority. Hi, Willie. This is Jason Van Heuchelum. I'm the Superintendent of the Winchester Public Schools here in Winchester, Virginia. Thanks for having us. Hey, this is Shirley Dotson, Business and Community Development Manager with the City. Very glad to be here. Hi, Willie. This is Amy Simmons with the City of Winchester. I'm the Communications Director. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have all of you guys uh, kind of speak to the city of Winchester, Virginia, and all the things that you guys are doing for the next generation, specifically in the world of manufacturing. So, you know, I kind of mentioned in the intro, if, you know, one or all of you could kind of speak to it because you all have a heartbeat and a certain role, who is the city of Winchester, Virginia, relative to employment, 
education, and the future of manufacturing. So the city, I'm going to take a, this Sean, I'll start with kind of a little bit about who we are as a community, where we are as a community, and kind of, I think everybody can jump in and talk about the, the roles we play in manufacturing in the larger economy. So just to clarify, uh, as you mentioned, Winchester, Virginia, we are located about 90 minutes east of Washington, D.C. We're located right in the middle of Frederick County, Virginia. And they're probably our primary regional partner. We work very closely with them on a number of initiatives, both for manufacturing and the larger economic development process. And we, we're located right along I-81, the I-81 corridor, which is kind of the one of our driving factors uh, for our growth right now. And we have, you know, everybody in the room here, we're, we're all kind of a team both internally and externally we, we work really well with our regional partners on you know all aspects of the development process and everybody else can jump in and talk about what y'all's role is yeah willie i would add that you know i winchester's a gem sitting <laughs> in the middle of the shenandoah valley beautiful location and just a great place to live and, and raise a family but like many cities across america winchester is is changing rapidly we're a, a tremendously diverse community, and you know that has allowed us in the school system to really embrace uh, some of the new emerging needs that the workforce is creating uh, through local industry here. Now, with the city of Winchester, Virginia, now in my world as, as manufacturing, so I'm a manufacturer, I wanna come to this city. I guess, can you, you know, talk a little bit about who are the types of manufacturers you guys work with? Do you work with the Amazons? Do you work with more of the you know smaller to mid-sized manufacturing? And then also, can each of you kind of touch on you know who you work with relative to? I think you had mentioned you know other government agencies along with you know prospective manufacturing companies. So we really work with the the whole gamut. We work with uh, existing businesses that are fairly large manufacturers. We also work with a lot of micro-manufacturers or artisan manufacturers that we'll talk more about later. But really, we work with uh, manufacturers of all shapes and sizes. And you know, I mentioned our partnership and our close working relationship with Frederick County. We are kind of the more recognizable name and, and function. And sometimes, you know, when if companies are too big for us, we, we have our partner in Frederick County that you know, has a lot of developable land that, that they can utilize for, for large projects. And we have a, a fair number of options for both large and small. We're strategically located to the inland port. It's about 20 miles from here. And so being located that close to them allows us to recruit some businesses as well. I mean, we're home to Continental and Rubbermaid are both located within the city of Winchester. And just within the region alone, there are 300 manufacturers, both large small and mid-sized. So we can support them all, if not within the city, within the region. Wonderful. Now, if I don't know about your great city, what are some things that you could you know, share with me as a, a prospective manufacturer? What are some of the things that the city's doing to work to align a workforce uh, relative to training and education with maybe our industry's needs? Well, I'm a little biased, but I think the public school system is <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, and uh, <laughs> that is a, an attraction for local manufacturers and business in general. Some of the things we're doing intentionally in the public school system in the K-12 space is really shifting our messaging to our students and really promoting a message of career ready. So often that message is college or career, 
And, and we want to send the message clearly to all of our students and families that we want to prepare you for life in the 21st century. And that path may include college, but it may not. Or it may include college sometime in your mid-20s or early 30s. And so we're excited about a new initiative that we're launching. At, we've called the Innovation Center. We're building a new building that will attach to our high school. And it is going to be career-oriented, have three academies. It will have a Health Sciences Academy an Advanced Technologies Academy, and a Professional Skills Academy. And every student who goes through our high school will experience the Innovation Center through their high school career because we believe those skills are transferable regardless of what career you end up pursuing as an adult. And we're really excited about that. And, and Willie, I can tell you as we uh, talk about that with our current local industry partners, they're just excited about that opportunity to get involved with our kids. In fact, they have come to the table financially to help support the project, but I think even more importantly with their time and their talent. They are willing to donate the time of their employees to come and work with our kids. And quite frankly, they're scouting the talent. They're looking at our 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, and we're creating a marketplace for them that uh, they're going to be competing for these graduates because they've seen the quality of the work that they can do and how motivated they are to be good employees. I was going to say, too, I think we're uh, kind of, it's good having, when these kids graduate, there's an opportunity to, for them to stay within the region with Ward Fairfax Community College, which offers work, they have a workforce solutions program where these kids who are getting their trades can then continue their education and get additional certifications. And one of the things that Ward Fairfax Community College does is they check in-demand careers, and so they tailor their programs to whatever in-demand careers are going on. So some of the things they offer as far as manufacturing goes is industrial technology, mechatronics, electrical, and CDL. Those are the big ones in our region that are in, de in demand jobs. So, and then part of that too, is we have a four-year program, a four-year institution here, Shenandoah University, which has an accredited business school. So we're currently working on building relationships with, with Shenandoah University so that their students who are graduating from county finance, marketing, or MBA, they stay in the region with some of our large-scale manufacturers and get into the jobs and finance, marketing, sales, and things of that nature. Wow, wonderful. So in addition to the education, which obviously sounds attractive, you know, there's a five-letter word that has a lot of excitement with kids, you know, big time here in North America, which is the word robot. Is there, in the city of Winchester, is there any robotics program that's maybe working either in partner or more as a, you know, elective or extracurricular program within the city of Winchester? Absolutely. In fact, I just left a meeting of teachers who are running our Aspire program this summer and came across these boxes of robots and they were programming them. And we have that from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. And it will be a cornerstone of our advanced technologies program that will launch in 2020 at the high school. But right now we have the extracurricular clubs, competitions that you would expect to see at a, at a high school and at a middle school level. We're hoping to, or we plan to expand that and make it even more robust in the coming year. Another thing that we have that unique, that's unique here is, I don't know if uh, Industry 4.0 is kind of making its headway into uh, manufacturing, oh, yeah. virtual reality, augmented reality. And we have a virtual reality program at Shenandoah University. It's the only one in the country that's actually focused on the design aspect and not the coding aspect. They've been in talks with like Google, Apple, several uh, huge companies. Um, they also do some work with our local manufacturers. 
some of the things that we are trying to implement with them is inclusive workforce through virtual reality. We're trying to get implementation of virtual reality POV style. So getting actual manufacturing design and putting students through that. And then another thing we're going to be working on them is a choose your own adventure with two year and four year programs that students can go through to figure out like what would best suit them. So having them here locally is just unique opportunity and we try to leverage them in any way possible. Wow. So it sounds like if Virginia is for lovers, the city of Winchester is for careers. Uh, that's fantastic to hear all the things that you guys are doing in the city of Winchester. And and not everything's perfect, you know. So, you know, I talk about on this show, we talk about, you know, successes, but also challenges. So, you know, city of Winchester, obviously you guys have recognized and you've created, you know, an attractive talent pool for manufacturing by maintaining a sufficient pool for the next generation and having the, you know, skilled manufacturing workers. But I also got to believe that sometimes there are challenges, you know, and in some ways, can you maybe speak to maybe some of the challenges you guys have faced in maintaining a sufficient talent pool, maybe relative to, you know, population limits, et cetera. Can you kind of speak to maybe some of the challenges that you guys face? One of our biggest challenges right now is just our extremely low unemployment rate. We're right now sub 3% unemployment, retaining top talent in kind of the core years of of their career is another challenge that we have. You know, just the built-in challenge of low unemployment in general makes, you know, workforce scarce. But then adding on to that, you know, the, the kind of struggles that we do have, just natural, you know, it's a natural struggle for a community of our size to retain and attract top talent. One of the reasons we work so hard to foster growth of talent internally. And, and actually we're looking, we're working with our regional partners right now, economic development entities for Frederick County, Clark County, Warren County, Shenandoah County, and try, I can't remember there. I think there are a couple of additional counties in there in doing a regional talent attraction, talent recruitment study to, to figure out how we can kind of alleviate that problem. Okay. You know, one of the challenges we face in manufacturing in particular, that's not so much in other industries is some of the safety requirements with students of a younger age who are obviously younger than 18. So how do we expose them to the manufacturing industry when, you know, certain standards, you know, really prohibit that? So we're really trying to bring those people in to our schools to expose our kids instead of having to have them go out. Okay. So, you know, as you guys, obviously, you clearly recognize the importance of manufacturing and and education and looking to exploit, you know, future opportunities presented by new technologies. Is there anything that the city of Winchester is doing, you know, to showcase this, you know, ability to exploit these opportunities? Like, for instance, uh, do you do anything for like a manufacturing week? And if so, can you guys kind of talk about that? Yeah, so... uh... As you know, Manufacturing Day is a, a, na- a national thing. It's uh, the first week in October. When I started, I thought, well, we got to do something bigger and better. I mean, 14,000 people are, in the region are employed in manufacturing, and it contributes like $3.3 billion in our GDP. So, you know, we had to really highlight to the public and to the teachers, to the students, to the, the citizens of how important manufacturing is, not just within the city, but within the region. So we created a uh, regional effort of Winchester Frederick Clark and we decided to do a week-long event. Part of that is we do happy hour. We have a br- industry breakfast where we kind of highlight 
some of the major issues and concerns going on in the manufacturing uh, industry. Um, hiring is a big thing. And then uh, we also do student tours. I think last year we had around 400 student tours and about 24 companies participated. And it's really good for these kids to uh, get out there and actually get on the floor and see what working in a manufacturing industry is like. You know, it's one thing to do it in a class, but to get out there and see it firsthand and you have people who are in the industry telling them like, how they can move up, what skills they need, both essential skills and, and you know, education-wise. It's all, not this, like, dirty job anymore. Yeah. It was really great for the kids to be able to see, you know, it's it's very technical, it's robotic, it's it's innovative, and that was important with the student tours yeah. to try to change that stigma a little bit. We took them to Inland Port's a good example of that, where they had their government affairs officers, their economic development people talk to the students to kind of show them their careers outside of, your typical manufacturing. Part of that too is we did, uh, we're, we're working on virtual tours to have videos showing what it's like to work in these industries so that our local high schools can throughout the year show these students what, what it takes to work in a manufacturing uh, job as well as our adult education. Something we hear about uh, with our local manufacturers is they, the 90 day turnaround. Somebody starts a job they realize they don't want to do it. Well, if we have these videos where they can see what it's like to work and the elements that they're going to have to work on, maybe they will decide not to take that job or maybe they'll realize they want to take that job. So we created some videos. We also are starting a campaign called We Make VA, and it's highlighting our local manufacturers and how they contribute to the state economy as far as manufacturing goes. We've done several small and large. We have a jewelry manufacturer that we've done. We have some of our large ones, like we're hoping to get American Woodmark or Trex to do it as well, which are two large manufacturers. Some of our breweries are going to be doing it. So it's a really cool campaign. Hashtag we make VA. Keep a lookout for that. Um, so, yeah, we do some of those. And then I think Shirley could talk about some of the other cool events we do, like Worlds of Work and Widget Cup. Yeah. Um, Jason touched on something really awesome earlier. That exposure for the kids is so important. And it's, you know, with the challenge of not being able to maybe have them do any kind of job shadowing or apprenticeship inside the workplace before the age of 18, we wanted to figure out how can we get the kids exposed to these careers. And we have a few events that we partner with our other regional economic development partners throughout the year. And one of them is the Worlds of Work. It's an awesome event in the fall. It's for middle school students. And it gives them the opportunity to directly interact with manufacturing companies as well as our other top industry employers and they do a hands-on activity with them it's a one-day event it's just absolutely fabulous and the kids come out of it knowing what jobs are actually available in our region so it helps with that retention later on when they graduate high school we also like to involve the kids with something called the employer expo this is a hiring event that we have in the spring before kids get ready to graduate high school. We have parents that actually bring their kids to see what kind of jobs are available right then. It's current jobs. So it's just a, it's a great opportunity and it's something we're very happy to partner with. And then we also have the Widget Cup, which is our local CTE, career technical education um, students. Like, you know, these are individuals that all year long they're in there using their hands, creating, designing, and building, and they don't have a platform to show their work. So what we did is we created a competition. And every year we have a committee that comes and reverse engineers a product, and they then 
the day of the event, they produce it to the students, and the students have an hour to design with help from local uh, manufacturers as well as the CTE teachers. They have an hour to build it, and then they have a marketing team that films it. And then they go, after it's all done, they then present it to the group. And the company that has whose product it is chooses a winner, and then they actually use that product on their site. So it's a really unique opportunity for these kids to compete and show their parents all the work that they're doing year in, year out is actually contributing to something. So I think it's a really cool competition. I'm sure Jason can talk about sort of how it is important to him. Oh, yeah. It's been a great showcase for our school division. And it's a fun day, but it garners a lot of momentum and support for manufacturing, career, technical education. And local industry, you know, is chomping at the bit to be a part of it. So they're they're active. They they come out and support it. They cheer on the kids. It's a great day. I mean, actually, uh, one of our local manufacturers, Winchester Metals, they actually hired a welder from Widget Cup. There was somebody there welding, and they were so impressed with their work. That day, they offered her a job when she and when wow. she graduated. She's now working for them full time. It's just a really cool story to hear about that. So, I mean, it's almost like college football. They're out there recruiting. You know, they're looking for talent, and they're able to go out there and recruit these kids. Yeah, that is fantastic because everything that you guys have shared, you know, especially for the listeners to understand, yes, it's great for the, the kids that are coming up and, and you have the education there. But kind of to, as you just said, from a manufacturer's perspective, to be able to move, you know, my company into your city and know that there's such a pool of kids with excitement about manufacturing, you know, getting the education needed. They know about the emerging technologies. They're visible and they see, you know, my company. You have to look at it from, you know, the manufacturer's perspective too. And I believe that you have. And understanding that as a manufacturer, you're very, very competitive. And if there's four of us in one area, we want the best kids. And if there's competition in the city of Winchester, that's a win-win for everybody. You have the kids that are excited about job opportunities that are going to assess, hey, do I want to work for company A or company B? I've been able able to, over the course of the last six months, virtually tour both facilities. And, you know, they're both really, really awesome. So whatever it is for the prospective, you know, employee, they get to see the manufacturer market to appeal to them, right? And then also all of the programs and the amazing things that you guys are doing you're making it very, very attractive for the employers. So this is really, really exciting. Now, on top of everything that you've shared, are there some specific incentive programs that you guys have you know, for prospective manufacturing companies? And, and if so, what are some of those things? You know, Willie, you we're, know, really, we're, we're really, we're really looking at our an enterprise, an enterprise, administer incentives to both large and small manufacturers. And these incentives can help with its grant money for training, as well as money for expanding your company and the real estate costs that you're going to pay We recently, one of our large manufacturing companies did a huge expansion in Winchester last year. They got state grant money for that, as well as large local grants. And that's just, you know, something we're very proud of. And it's very unique. Uh, we have 15 local incentives, which speaking to other areas, we just have quite the list, which is awesome. Wow. Wow, that's great. If people want to learn more about the city of Winchester, Virginia, what would you recommend for them to do? 
Well, this is Amy, the Communications Director for the City. We have a, a very detailed website. We can find a bunch of information about how to do business in the city, as well as uh, um and George's Twitter page. But we, the city as a whole has several social media outlets that people can go to and learn more about the city. I wanted to mention, earlier you said Virginia is for lovers and Winchester must be for careers. And we have a little proof of that because Forbes has recognized the city as the number one place in Virginia for business and careers and number wow. 11 in the Wow, that's awesome. And we're completely going to steal that tagline. Thank you, Willie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Also, Willie, if anyone wants to check out those videos that we've made of the different manufacturing companies, they can go to the Workforce Initiative YouTube page. We have all of the videos there, and it's a really cool way to see what companies are in our area and what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. And the city's website is winchestervagov and the the economic development portion of what the city does is developwinchesterva.com. Okay, and let's not leave out the K through 12 education. What's the best way yeah. to look at it? Yeah, certainly our website's gonna be the most informative for people interested <laughs> in our school system. And I will highlight, there's a really awesome video of our new innovation center on the main page of our, our website. So the best thing to do would be just Google Winchester Public Schools. The URL is wps.k12.va.us. Okay. Well, I want to thank all of you so much for being guests of the Where's Willie show and sharing all the wonderful things going on and all the things that you guys are doing for the next generation in the city of Winchester, Virginia. I thank you all so much for being a part of the show. If any of you have any more questions, please email your questions by looking us up on the Where's Willie podcast.com. And thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Willie. Thank we you. appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you for tuning in to the Where's Willie show. For more information on future shows, please visit Where'sWillyPodcast.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Where's Willie Podcast and on Twitter at Where's Willie POD. Thank you all so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.